episode 112 uh deja vu all over again you can probably mm. hear me but you can't see me but welcome to the chronic back issue show we got so many back issues we got lower back pain and we got chiropractors on call the pop culture pimps uh lords of the long box aka sultans of the short box aka lords of the box office aka we're late shout out yeah. to everyone in the live chat it happens shout people it happens yeah so we're gonna get right to it Vance is running a little bit shout out to comic time 101 uh who gave us a shout out or did not shout out to discovery bay comics who has us on his youtube channel schedule along with about 17 other live shows that are on today but hey we've been doing this for 112 episodes so we kind of know what we're doing most of the time and as we say that Ryan fucks up the introduction, hey, but I, hey, I think I, I think I did okay. What do you think, people? You think I uh, played it off pretty good? I don't know. Brian, yeah, you're you're I, try, I did my best. Best production I did my guy best. on this crew, buddy. Best production <laughs> guy on this crew. Well, I hey, say, let's pill, pay some bills. Huh? And you run the show, man. We're just gonna listen to your silky smooth voice for mm. your upcoming show called Chronic Back Hello. Issues. That's right, baby. It's gonna be uh, Friday nights, and we're gonna go through some comic books. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, awesome. Ryan's show is going to be on Friday nights. It's going to be called Chronic Back Issues. And if you've been a fan of the show, you know why. <laughs> There's a double entendre there, maybe a triple entendre, maybe a double Lutz or something like that. Uh, if you haven't, my man Otto's got his Mutant Spotlight show on Saturdays or Sundays. One of the two. We'll figure yeah. it out. But most probably Sundays or Saturdays. Ryan's will be Fridays. We got this live show on Wednesdays. If you haven't checked out my Top Variant Tuesday picks, I did that yesterday. And I will only do it whenever DJ Kirsch laced me up with a fresh new beat. He oh, created that beat. with a fat beat this time. Yeah. he. Uh, I want, what I'm going to ask him to do is actually film him recording, actually cutting and scratching alongside with the comics. So yeah. I picked some winners in there. Man. I think the real winner from last week was that Uncanny X-Man <laughs> annual by david finch man i think mm -hmm. that one's really hot man um and, and the batman who lasts but let's go through it i don't know if you boys and girls heard about this but there may have been a little spider-man trailer that dropped but we're going to talk about that later man first what's the first news of the week we're going to talk hmm. about ryan the first news is we like to thank krs comics our number one sponsor that's right look at that i almost forgot mm -hmm. check out krscomics.com use the discount code of l-o-t-l-b they get 10% of any KRS Comics exclusives. They're going to be in Hawaii uh, oh. next month, I do believe. That's Hawaii Aloha Comic Con, I believe. Those lucky nice. bastards. Yep. I wish I can go there. Uh, I'll be seeing you. the cats in WonderCon. I'll probably uh, shoot some footage of them live. They always got some cool cats at their booth. Probably line up maybe. Ken Lashley was there one time. Uh, Tyler Kirkham was there one time. So they always got a good show. Also, check out the geekyswagshot.com. Use the discount code of LOTLB. You got 15% off anything in the Geeky Swag Shop store. They got cool toys, collectibles, 
Also, shout out my man Otto is going to be in the New York City Toy Fair coming up yep. in February. Uh, we got some Mez, uh, Mezco he hooked us up with some passes. I couldn't make it. Otto's up in Connecticut. He's going to head down there. He's going to be filming some stuff. So if you see Otto walking around with the Lords of Lombos t-shirt, holler at him. You, maybe we'll That's put it. you on camera. He's going to cut some footage for you. Now that all the bills are paid, what you got, Ryan? Well, we got some news uh, on the Disney Plus front. It looks like Marvel is talking about Sentry uh, and the Moon Knight. Yes, yep. this is your true spec books. For those who have been sitting on your Werewolf by Night 32, finally, it finally may pay dividends because I was always reluctant to think the Moon Knight was going to appear in the movies or in a TR on Netflix. But goddamn, Moon Knight sounds perfect for the Disney streaming service. Essentially, Moon Knight is their version of Batman and also Sentry. Right. Long-waiting mm. character Sentry, who's been around since Sentry number one in the issue in 2000. That's a great spot book because it's super cheap. Is we'll it Batman vs Superman? Hmm, Marvel, what are you doing? <laughs> Basically, it's their Bat <laughs> Disney Plus is trolling the entire DC universe by putting their versions of <laughs> Superman and Batman onto the Disney streaming service, and you know it's got Kevin Feige producing it. Um, so let me tell you what uh, it's in early stages of development. Is like I said, man. Anytime you got issues that are kind of heating up in the aftermarket, somebody knows somebody, right? Somebody at Marvel spoke to somebody at Disney and says, hey, and somebody's a comic book fan started buying up all these books. Next thing you know, it's a hot book. And I feel like that's what Moon Knight has been for a long, long time. Long I'm time. pretty Shit. sure. It's been what? It, it, it's been hot for four years. Easy. Four years. Yeah. Or five even. It's always, it, it's always been at a steady price point. But it it's, got hot you know, five years ago and it hasn't stopped. Yeah. It's a great yeah, book. So, so I here I'll read it verbatim. It sounds like Marvel Studios is definitely planning to make the most of having the whole new Disney streaming service. Uh, they got the Loki, Vision of Scarlet Witch, and now others like the Winter Soldier and the Falcon team up, rocking a group, which we talked about last week. Um, there's also there are two there's some of the ideas are just being thrown around in Marvel HQ right now without any of them rushing to production. But two of these ideas apparently include both Moon Knight and the Sentry. Uh, but though apparently this would be much further, further out. So if you figure out on the Disney streaming service, they'll do something akin to there's Netflix stuff where it's two series a year, right? Right. So we got to think uh, Vision of Scarlet Witch and Loki are going to be first two limited miniseries. Then maybe mm -hmm. uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon and Rocket and Groot. So that's the next two years mapped out. But after that, I mean, you got a whole. Oh, the sky is the limit. The sky the is sky the limit, limit mm -hmm. man. I think Moon Knight is perfect for. Uh, the streaming service. Sentry, uh, I don't know so much, man. I've always been a little bit uh, leery of, of of Moon Knight. Hey, shout out to Discovery Bay Comics for the $5 uh, super chat. Much appreciated, man. Check out his channel. He does kind of like a comic book uh, YouTube TV guide, man. Every yeah, really yeah, cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, pretty, that's a, you know, that's a way to find a niche in the uh, YouTube community that's missing and supply a need for it, right? You can go in there and he'll tell you what he's watching, what he plans on watching, and what he's, what's coming up. It's pretty cool, man. For those who remember uh, what the fuck a TV guide actually was, now it's <laughs> fancy dancy uh, DVRs that do everything Yeah, for uh, that's not even that. It's everything's on YouTube and streaming. Kids don't even know what network TV is, you know? No. Back to old man problems. I remember when I had to look in the back of a newspaper to find when movies started. <laughs> I remember right. when I had to get up from the chair to turn the channel. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> shout out to everybody in the live chat before we move to the next uh, subject. Uh, shout out, special shout out to the guys who were uh, tailgating in the live chat. Uh, Matthew King, Danny Ibarra, Stay Puff 1983, Multiple, Randy Sloan. They were all in the live chat waiting for us. 
comic book brother, guitars and comics was also there. Jake Perez, King of the Gold to say holding it down in moderation. Uh, Jason Smith, Taylor Alexander Cassidy, one of the Geminites here. And speak of the devil, the Ge Gemini himself is here. Up, Gemini Gem. Collectibles in the house. If you haven't, go check out his channel. And he uh, debuted that uh, new statue that he had made. The Spider Man, the doppelganger with all the, the arms and shit. But I only want to know one thing. He got four arms, is he got four penises. That's all we want to know. Because <laughs> you know he thought about that when he was helping to design that thing. Yeah. Uh, speaking of things on Netflix, uh, sadly, what's next? Well,. We've heard a lot of news about shows going away, but we got one last show to watch, right? Yeah. We saw a trailer drop. Yeah, and uh, so we finally got the first full trailer. Nice. Uh, Punisher, what do you think nice. about it, Otto? Uh, I liked it. I'm digging this. I think Barenthal is a great Punisher character. I think his character looks great. I thought his um, partner, Jigsaw, uh, they're bringing him back. You know, that last scene of Punisher 1, well, not the last scene, but that last fight scene between him and Jigsaw, when he was taking his face and running it down the glass oh. was just bone chilling, right? Like my yeah. hurt down. Oh, it was mangled, you know, and they're bringing it back. And I always think that the Netflix shows have a twist. So yes, Jigsaw is going to be, be one of the villains, but there's going to be something in here that's going to turn around. You're going to get a little side angle coming at you. So oh, yeah, looking forward to it. And to think that this would be the last Marvel show on Netflix, you know, they've still got Jessica Jones out there, which is still driving me insane, but. Uh, I've got high hopes. I can't wait to watch this. I think it's going to be really good. This is going to be a great. Punisher uh, is definitely not going on the Disney's Plus. No, no, no. That, is like, uh, that knife like, scene in that trailer that when he kills that guy with the knife, yes. man, brute. I mean, I still, and then, oh, and then him at the one, end, all getting all messed up. Punisher like, season one trailer was still the best when it was uh, synced up to Metallica mm -hmm. with right. the gunshots and everything. That was incredible, man. I, I still well, think that was like the quintessential. Like Punisher, Metallica are like hand in hand, almost right. like this, uh, Power Man and, and hip hop music. You know, that right. was perfect. Like Punisher and Metallica, that's like perfect. Well, this one, this one was good because this one had Alice in Chains, you know, um, try to kill the, roost, the rooster. And that was great. I thought that was pretty good. So that was something I'm glad you brought that up because that's something that when I was watching it today, I'm like, man, you know, listening to Alice in Chains when they're doing that was really yeah. cool. So and it was, it was a really cool rendition too, a little cool mix. Yes. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, I, I know love for Jigsaw in the comic show. I mean, you know, I know, right? It is Jigsaw, but they're just—it's it, not by name. I I never understand why one character gets hot and another one doesn't. I will never right. understand that. It is so. Uh, that was, it's crazy. His first to appearance me. was ASM like one sixty one or one sixty two. But it's I mean, and I, and I know it's tough to speculate villains. I mean, you know, we've said it before many times, but. I'd like I think it's see, it's I'd tough like to, to spec see a more on of TV a... shows. I think that's that's think the so? general thing idea is it's tough to spec on TV shows. I mean, right. look at we're looking at Iron Man or Iron Fist, mm -hmm. Luke uh, Luke Cage, and all those where they are now. It's like, you know, they're not where they wants to be. Where you, spe I mean, if you want to go back even further, when people used to speculate on all the Flash villains, remember because they were doing yes. a lot of Flash Rogues galleries. I mean, mm -hmm. those tanked big time because they were on an episode or two. Professor Zoom had his thing. Remember for a while you had it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. then there was Gotham. So I think when Arrow comedy, first it, when Arrow first started and when the Flash first started, I think it was a little bit more. There was a little bit more action, but mm -hmm. then as the seasons went on and then other shows came out, it dwindled a little bit the tv side of it but i don't re I, I remember um things getting really hot when agents of shield first came on yeah yeah you know well, especially ghost rider um uh, ghost rider right made the scene right that was big quake for a while when her character came and then you mm -hmm. know this tv show is just um, they, yeah what was the one guy's name uh 
the Sonic the Hedgehog Death looking Lock. dude. No, not Deathlock. Death the well, Agents of the Shield, we haven't talked about it, but or not the mutant. The, um, I can't remember his name. Anyway, okay, that guy. <laughs> he was in. He was. Uh, fuck. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Okay. Starts with, uh, starts with a rage. It's the. It's the. I think it was like season three. He looks all. He looks like Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, it was like, Inferno! I think it was like an, uh, He was like a, he was like an inhuman. Yeah, inhuman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that was what right, I remember. Right, right. But it was Rash or Thrash or something yeah. like that. I yeah. can't remember the Inhumans guy's name. The Inhumans were introduced to Angels of Shield first. Same with the mm, Creed. But I remember that that's book why, getting hot. That's why his interesting. Agents, last season of Agents of Shield is coming soon. Um, mm-hmm. But I'd be curious to see if they ever live on because you know I think there's a diehard fan base for Agents of Shield, right? There was. Um, so. Same for some of the CW shows. I mean, granted, they're you have to set their level of expectation, you know, they're just, it's, it's kind of like angst driven teen mm-hmm. drama a lot. It's like, fuck man, do I need, you know, Barry Allen's goddamn marital issues all the time? You know, <laughs> do I need green arrow and Felicity? Just shoot that, put an arrow through her eyeball, please. She's she drives me nuts, man. Cause I remember it's... the first season of arrow was the other chick first, uh, who came back for uh, an alternate version of her. Uh, remember he was banging her sister or some shit. Yes. Uh, but you know what? Up. I watched them all, you know, because I watched them rather, all too. I rather watch mediocre superhero movies and another version of CSI or some yeah. other Doctor right, Show right. or Doogie Howser, whatever. The no, I watched. I was. I watched them. I watched Arrow. I watched Flash. You know, Legends. I'm. I watch them all. So you know, absolutely, it's yeah. good stuff. All right, All what's right. next, Ryan? Uh, let's give DC uh, some love. Yeah, next we got some new gods news. Um, looks like yeah. we've got some some uh, main characters and villains. Yeah, so for those who already got your Miracle Man number ones, uh, congratulations to you. I'm looking at you, Big Easy. I think I sold you my for, uh, Miracle Man number one. <laughs> uh, Miracle Man and Big Barda are going to be the um, uh, main characters that are going to be in the New Gods film. If you remember right. the girl, uh, what's her name? Anna DuVernay is going is the director. Yeah. Um, and I never said thought I'd say this sentence out loud, but the villains will be Granny Goodness and Female Furies, as I yeah. say that with a straight face. So, uh, I'll let you guys speak of that. I am familiar with Miracle Man, and even the word Big Barda seems a little odd for me to say that in the name of a movie. So if you just say, oh. You know uh, what? Go, go uh, rent, or well, you don't rent. Go on Terraria or wherever. Wherever you go to watch movies, go download um uh, I think it's called Batman vs Superman Apocalypse or yeah, yeah. it's a it's yep. a yeah. DC animated film. It'll give you a really good idea about some of these characters. Well, I think what right. was it that one or one of the other ones where Orion oh, was one Big of the Barda characters. Big Barda's in that one and I think Granny Goodness is in that one as well and the female furies. But I don't think Mr. Miracle was in that apocalypse no. one. Can you imagine just going to a Hollywood and mainstream actress to go, hey, we want you to play this role. Her name is Big Barda. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then you go to a younger, you go to an actress, you know, Hollywood actors are already stuck on uh, ageism. So, uh, yeah, we want you to play this character. Her name is Granny Goodness. Granny uh, Goodness. Yeah. Well, but that's good, though. At least we're making some uh, strides in here. It'll be, how about age. Betty White? Betty White for Granny Goodness. Uh, right. And breaking news the character I was think, trying to think of was Lash. Lash, right. Somebody said that. Okay. Um, this stuff, you know, Mr. Miracle, you guys, this is Kirby greatness. This is when Kirby went to DC and, yeah. uh, you know, tried to bring his own stuff together. So uh, if they follow, um, if they, I, I always believe that the movie should follow the artist's templates up to a certain extent, right? And we'll talk about that later when we get into the Spider-Man stuff. But this was Kirby as his, at his finest. He had left mm-hmm. Marvel. 
Um, he tried to create these characters and he created this whole universe. And mm -hmm. if we're talking about fourth um, world, shout out to that? Jim Mint. I uh, bought the fourth world omnibus and it's an awesome read. It's yeah. very, very cool. I recommend it to any Kirby fan. Right. And if they're talking this, then are they talking dark side too? I mean, are we eventually going to see him at some point? Well, you have, you ha I mean, you, I, I would assume you absolutely you have, have to, to, right? Right. They've already, I don't even know, man. it's like they it was teased and then it was, it, it's, it's just weird that we're talking about, uh, I mean, these movies and you know, we, uh, we don't even know if we'll ever see another Superman movie, right. you know, um, we got a Batman movie. That's at least two years out from now. There's still, I won't even talk about who they th think is going to play Batman. I I doubt it's him. Just, okay. I, don't, I don't. I I just don't see it. There's this kid that they want to uh, task for it. I think for Batman, they still need to get a uh, a minus list actor, if not an A list actor, an A minus list actor. Right. right. If you're going to put your franchise in that, or they could be going the Marvel template way. If you think about Marvel, I mean, really, if you think about Thor, uh, Chris Hemsworth. His only big role to that point was that little scene in Star Trek where he stole the scene, right? Where he played yes, Kirk's dude, father. Kirk's father, right? absolutely. I'm, I'm impressed that you know that, Tim, especially from Star Trek. There you go. Now, hey, man, I know all movies, baby. But <laughs> that's that, it, man. That's it. On that's... the strength of that little performance of Captain Kirk's father, he yeah. got the role of or before that, he did like soap operas in Australia, right? right? But right. but Robert Downey Jr. wasn't a, you know, he was a comeback actor. And now you think of Hollywood, you know, and you think of Marvel. Hollywood actors want to be in these yeah, films right. from the MCU. So if you think about, we'll see when they come out. But Gal Gadot, a relative unknown, her, mm -hmm. her claim to fame was Fast and Furious, right? And she was a horrible mm -hmm. actress in that. So and, and uh, anybody want to debate that, I'll win. She was a horrible yeah. actress, did better in Wonder Woman. But then you got Ben Affleck, who, good or bad, people like them. We don't know if he liked it. You know what I mean? I right. Mean, I just right. think Ben Affleck is cursed with this thing where he's really. He's really I bothered think the, by what the negative think press bummed him out big time with that one. Well, he's that forever <laughs> meme, man. And it's not like that, he needs you know what I mean? to be a fans. franchise guy. Yeah, you know man. What I mean? It's that meme where he's just like slowly dying on camera. Mm -hmm. Poor Henry Cavill is trying to save it, but you know, they're gone. So maybe they're just yeah. like, we want to race all the existence of Zach. And I'd Snyder. be okay with an unknown. I'd be okay with an unknown. You know, give somebody a shot a shot. At least if they yeah. can act, you know what I mean? Yeah, right, right. What of they course. should I really think at this point, forget about Superman and Batman. You know what I mean? I know those are your big time characters and those are your big cheeses, but there's so many other characters in the DC really universe is. that you could pay attention to. Just like Marvel's bringing up all these other characters. You know, Kevin Feige says we have we have you know dozens and dozens of characters that we can use from. DC has the same thing. Please use that model and bring all these other will. characters to I life. Mean, I think well, Aquaman showed that they can explore a different world. Yeah. Um, and because you notice they haven't, they've been kind of earthbound. Even when Superman, they brought. Kip Krypton to Earth. They didn't really go to Krypton that much. Right. So Green, I think Green Lantern Corps is the only movie that can really expand. And Marvel's already given it the template. Thor Ragnarok. Uh, we're going to see Captain Marvel. Obviously, is cosmic based. So Disney, you know, DC can do Green Lantern Corps is their Space. cosmic superhero, right? Yep. You know, right. Marvel right. has a bunch of them. You got cosmic. You got Silver Surfer. You're going to have the Kree. You got Captain Marvel, who are all these alien based. And now right. they're leaving Earth as well. Who knows Guardians. what Earth is going to be like after? Endgame, right? I mean, you right. know, who knows? It, it can, it's going to flip the script for all of it. You know what I'm saying? Um, well, and it's a perfect movie for a reset. Yeah. And speaking yeah. of resets, what's going on at Fox? Well, Jeez. it looks like uh, after, oops, what the hell happened there? Anyway, after um, uh, the news of, well, if we ever get these movies, let's say Dark Phoenix or New Mutants, 
Right. Or can they're canceling everything. Fox After Marvel. That, that's it. Fox Marvel projects are have been canceled. Yeah. Uh, since so forget Ryan Gambit. Staggered <laughs> his way through trying to say it. Well, Anything I got distracted when that said. thing popped up. So excuse me. What thing popped up? Hey, so well, you'll see. <laughs> look so at the after, look at YouTube. Uh, you'll man, see. It's 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 official now. But you know, if there was something in development, it was gone. And thank God it was gone. Uh, so basically, we still only got uh, Dark Phoenix and New Mutants. Um, I'm going to go over a list of movies that you didn't know were actually in talks to be in development at Fox. And maybe we can remind you of the horrible ideas that they had. Um, there was going to be a fantastic four kids movie. Remember yeah, that it was going right. to be based on the Richard kids, the future foundation, some other good stuff, you know? Um, uh, and after that, uh, if you remember this one, there was a Dr. Doom solo movie. That's you remember right. somebody was- actually, the director came out, the guy from the he was the uh, the showrunner for Fargo and Legion. Yep. And he penned a script for a Doctor Doom solo movie. Yeah, Noah Hawley uh, was his name. Yeah, Noah Hawley. Yeah. Um, this was the only one that may have been a good idea. There was going to be a Silver Surfer solo movie, uh, and that was going to be done by Brian K. Vaughn, which sounds pretty cool. Brian K. Vaughn, of course, did Marvel Runaways and Why the Last Man. We're a great, great comic book writer. Gambit. We all know what happened to that. The only reason I was alive because Shannon Tatum kept on yapping his trap about it, how that was his favorite character. It went through three directors um, and finally just ended up. Remember, originally it was a guy named Rupert Wyatt. Uh, he directed Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Then it was a guy named Doug Lyman who did The Born Identity. And then it was the last director attached to it was Gore Verbinski. Of course, you know, Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. And all of them ended up leaving the project. Um, here's one that I didn't really know about Shadowcat. They were going to do a Kitty Pride movie, a little spinoff huh. movie. Uh, huh. This one I remember. Uh, you guys, and I think we talked about it. There was going to be a multiple man movie. We all thought yes. that was a shit. Yes, I, too, I remember that too. Right? And weren't they uh, going to use. Uh... Oh, no, never mind. Never mind. I don't think we talked about that. So part, actually, but... the guy who wrote Wonder Woman had uh, wrote a script for Multiple Man. And people, for all those people who are specking on Multiple Man, our condolences. So yeah. be careful who and what you spec on. <laughs> Spec when there is a screenwriter and director attached. Don't when there's a something floating around. Be careful. Like a script, right? And how many scripts are out there in Hollywood? Tim, how many scripts are out there in Hollywood? I just think if you just go out and buy everything, you'll have everything, and then you won't have to worry. So that's that's my philosophy. That's my one that really had a good chance of happening, and that was the X Force movie. And that's because of the popularity. There wasn't going to be a Deadpool three. Deadpool three was essentially going to be X Force with the characters from um, Deadpool two. Right. Yeah. So it was, and Simon Kinberg was going to do it. Um, Simon Kinberg is also the director of Dark Phoenix. What should scare you? They say they were going to do a Peter standalone movie. Didn't somebody say something like that? No, that was there's a miss there was uh, on the sony side there was Rumors. a Aunt, uh Aunt may movie that was thank oh, god, god marvel just said hey don't and then uh but x-force had a chance because simon kinberg was going to do it and he's also the director he's mostly known as a screenwriter but he's also the director first time director of dark phoenix so that's why you should worry uh, for those who don't know, directing and writing a screenplay are two different things altogether. Rarely do you ever see a writer-director on the same project. Normally, it's right. a it's a dream project that they work on. But typically, somebody writes a screenplay, somebody directs the film. Rarely is it the same person or they do both. Uh, famously, Quentin Tarantino is a writer-director. A lot of mm-hmm. his stuff he wrote himself because mm-hmm. nobody else can think of crazy shit like he right. can. So 
Um, I, you know, I don't want to talk about it yet, but you know, so far there's not much good said about dark Phoenix. And I hope that's not true because that's the one only story I want to see, but next year, but you really can't have high hopes. I mean, the, well, it's disappointing because new class started so well. Yes. And then first class or first class. Sorry. And then brought him back. And then no one, no one seemed to like, um, Future Past, Days of Future Past. I liked, I liked for some reason. I liked it. And then I heard a lot. I heard a lot of hate about Apocalypse. Okay, Apocalypse was a little weird. You know, so I watched it after this coming off Apocalypse. I think people are just down. I don't know. I just like the I like the the Phoenix reveal. That was dope. Yeah, exactly. No, it's I think I I think she's a perfect actress for it. To be honest, from Game of Thrones, right? Sure, for sure. She's a perfect Reddit for it, but uh, you know when Marvel gets it, I'm I'm seventy five percent sure Marvel's going to reboot it as uh, Young X Men. That way they have they can hire young actors and stick with them for a long time. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about it later. What Phase Four is bringing and what books you should be specking on if you've been paying attention in Phase Four. But first, let's talk about that. Uh... Spider-Man trailer. Yeah, I got my uh, what is Scarlet Spider hoodie right here. Remember this? Uh, yeah, yeah I, there was a Spider-Man trailer. I can't believe it. I mean, believe it or not, you didn't hear was. about it. There was. I, I didn't hear about it. I must have been in oh, a cave. Man. You know, I just have to bring Smith up my Mysterio. reviews it, and Kevin Smith starts crying. Then you know it was a good trailer. <laughs> Kevin Smith cries at everything. I swear to God, look, I liked the trailer. Movie. I thought it was decent. I thought it looked really good. Uh, Mysterio looked cool as hell to me. I thought that was really cool looking. All I right. really like the tone of it, man. It started off. Uh, kind of like oh, it's '90s. It's it's uh, like that whole Adam Hugh or what's a uh, John Hughes kind John of Hughes, teenage, like, teenage and movie right in the middle like of it, that. boom, it just cut to like action. Mar- you could tell yeah. where Sony stopped off and then Marvel took over, and then yeah. uh, great nods and just. And I like the straight. suit. The suit looks good. Uh, when he was flying, that was sweet. Yeah. Or so, well, gliding, uh, I should the say. Obvious thing is the and the most spec'd about thing in this uh, thing is. Um, uh, let's talk about uh, well, what it's a Hydro little Man. book, right? Called ASM two twelve. Yeah. yeah. So uh, and, you didn't and, know that they were paying homage to it. They put it right in a fucking trailer. Right. Uh, they put a it lot wasn't in the trailer even, too. It wasn't even subliminal. It said ASM two one two right <laughs> on the boat. Um, and I, you know what? We talked about it offline, and we we're thinking to ourselves, when is the last time Marvel has ever given you that much real information? In Never. The trailer? I wouldn't be right. surprised if that ASM 212 was digitally put in there, how they digitally uh, removed Spider Man's mm-hmm. legs from Infinity War. But that ASM 212, that doesn't, that doesn't even look real to me. No. But so last week we talked about the spec book of the week was supernatural thrillers number eight which is Correct. the first appearance of the el- the four elementals we saw three of the elementals in this and throughout the spider-man far from home trailer they paid homage to characters that could be focused that are making you focus that it is actual hydra man that it is actual molten man right um that it's sandman right that it's actually sandman here's the thing man no. If you know, if you read Spider-Man comics, if you know Mysterio, way back in ASM 13, yep. Mysterio appears as a hero first. So he actually is a, uh, what was he worked in like the special effects and he was a stuntman. Yes, so he exactly used right. those powers and he has like a gas thing. He doesn't have any powers himself. He uses no. his, his skills from that. 
and he creates he mimics spider-man's powers to commit crimes so that he convinced J. Jonah Jameson that he was a hero and that he would bring Spider-Man back to life. So Peter right. Parker gets suspicious of this. And in ASM 13, he throws a spider tracer on Mysterio, mm-hmm. follows Mysterio back to his villain's lair, because all great villains have a lair, uh, and then finds out his plans and gets Mysterio to confess. And ever since then, Mysterio has been trying to drive Spider-Man insane with his gaseous powers and his stunt things. And uh, he famously made his appearance actually for a whole new generation in a Spider-Man animated series in the 2000s where you saw Mysterio constantly try. He's actually been three different versions of Mysterio, but this version of Mysterio is the old school Silver Age version. And my guess is about a... When I remember we did our show and we talked about how Brazil Comic-Con was a huge show. Mm -hmm. Huge. I didn't realize we talked about it last week, as a matter of fact. Yeah. And during the Brazil, during our show, we told you about the Brazil Comic Con. We told you that they had a far from home panel on there. And that's when Jake Gyllenhaal actually said, Yeah, you know, I'm a good guy in this. And me and Peter Parker are are teaming up to fight the elementals. That should have been your hint right there. And that's when Supernatural Thrillers number eight started jumping off because that's an actual first appearance of the elementals. Right. Secondly, that's Jake Gyllenhaal being told what to say by the marketing folks at Marvel to kind of throw it out there. And this trailer perfectly matches up with that, right? Mm-hmm. Shows up as the good guy. Let me help you out. I use my uh, powers of visual effects and, and holograms, and I created these elemental creatures for me to fight, become right. the good guy, and then end up doing the villainous turn. Is that what do you guys think? Sounds um, like a WWE heel yep, turn, just man. Like I Shawn love it. Michaels right I love there. it. Yep. Shawn Michaels versus Bret Hart, you know? Straight up um, w, a pro wrestling heel turn. That's right. That's right. So this is. I mean, it's I, so I, blatantly in our faces in his trailer. It really I, is. I, I give kudos to them for trying, though. Go ahead, Otto. Right. So, no. So this is this is my whole opinion on this. What? Um, so in the in ASM 13, Mysterio goes to J. Jonah Jameson in full costume, right? He's got the globe on. He's got his green suit on, and he says to him, hey, you know, Spider-Man, is, he committed these crimes, and I can help him, stuff like this. Um, my opinion is that it's almost like what happened with Mysterio and, you know, um, Nick Fury are kind of in cahoots and saying, you know, we he's saying these creatures are going to come, and, you know, Mysterio say, well, Nick Fury, I can help you. So Nick Fury could be the J. Jonah Jameson, maybe, something like that. But there's, let's face it, if, if this was Sandman, Right, who is an A-list Spider-Man villain? There would be an actor already attached to this. Right. If this was Molten Man, who was a B-list actor at best, you would list B-list at best, right? Because I'm saying Hydro Man is a C-list villain, right? There's this book has just been talked about and talked about, and these are not those characters. Because that book, yeah, right there, Otto, that Living Mummy book. Yeah, that's right. This is Supernaturals right here. Supernatural. That's the ASM right here. First appearance of the Elementals, and that's the first appearance of the Elementals. No one has great spec book. Because that is uh, one of those hidden gems. That yep. is a low print run book. It's just a random Bronze Age book that happens to be a first appearance. And The Living Mummy's first appearance is in issue number five. But that book yeah. right there, I think, is the cool book. Because right now, Hydro Man, Molten Man, whatever, are really high price. And they they could be the wrong books. Right. From, from what we're gathering from the trailer and what they've seen, even the director in the first uh, Spider-Man Homecoming paid homage to the Vulture and an AF-15 in certain scenes. But you didn't see that in the trailer. Mm-hmm. In this, we're right. seeing homages to Molten Man, Sandman, and uh, what's his name? Hydro Man. Hydro Man, right. 
in the trailer, it's almost like they're trying to throw off the scent of, you know what I mean? That's like Marvel doing their thing. Because don't make no mistake. This is a Marvel film. This is just financed by Sony. This is Mm -hmm. Marvel's creative thinking behind it all. This is their entire creative process. And only Sony is just like, all right, do whatever you got to do. We pay for the marketing budget and everything, and we get all the costs. But that fight is going to be the mid character. That fight is going to be like the mid movie or before the mid movie point. And then the rest of the movie is going to, the rest of the movie is going to be Mysterio. Right. Being the villain. And Vulture's in it too. On the IMDb page, Michael. And and didn't they say Chameleon could possibly be in it as well? I think Scorpion too. So So, so that elemental fight. It's going to be at the very, pretty, pretty early on in the movie for sure. Yeah. I think, I think Spider-Man and Sony are definitely building to a Sinister Six film. So yep. we already yeah. seen Vulture, Scorpion in the first two movies. In the first movie, we got Mysterio. We may get another character. And I would think in a third Spider-Man film, we're going to get two more and you're going to see the Sinister Six. That's the way yeah. Sinister Six. Sinister Six is the long play and also Mysterio and any one of those characters. Because let's face it, Spider-Man is a great rogues gallery, right? We did it on Fanboy Fight Club. Spider-Man's yeah, rogues versus Batman's rogues, right? And I Spider-Man mean, so, won. But it's just so it's just hilarious that how blatantly it's in our faces that right. and we should know uh, Marvel is very to use a, a gem and a gems. They're very cagey about the details <laughs> yeah. of cagey. what's going on. Right? We didn't know what was really going on in Infinity War. We got little right. leaks from toys and this and that. But that trailer Endgame. in yeah, every trailer, movie they've done CG. They've they've pulled out Thor's eye. They they didn't show any of those kind of things. That was amazing to me about Thor's eye and how to talk about it. Because yeah, I, yeah. I, I guess Spider-Man's legs, that made sense. But that's yeah. Thor's eye. We never saw that coming at all. That. Peter, yeah. Dinklage, Peter Dinklage playing the yep. dwarf so, tree or whatever. I just, I just, it's just too too on the sleeve right now. It, it's yeah. it's too obvious. And also, I, it, there's a scene where they hold, hold his passport up, I believe. Yes, and yes. purposely hiding the year. So for those, there's I can't believe people are actually saying this movie takes place right before... Uh, Infinity War. No, no. This is the first film of Phase Four, man. This takes place after Avengers: Infinity War. It's been well documented that you know there was con- some contention, and when the trailer was actually cut, that it was cut, and it was supposed to be released way before now. That's why they hid the year. But some there's certain sites out there saying this takes place before Infinity War. So the scene where Peter Parker's on a the bus, they're coming back from Europe, which made right. no sense. No, simply sense. because they hide the year on it, but. They've already said it. Kevin Feige said it. Just put it to breasts now. Spider-Man Far From Home launches the phase four of the Marvel Universe, yeah. Marvel Cinematic Universe. So there's two um, there's two little Easter eggs that I thought were really cool. Um, and it was on the passport. It said that his birthday was August 10th. And August 10th is when um, AF-15 right? Yeah. Right? AF first came out, which I thought was cool. And for those of you guys who don't know, Nick Fury in the comic books used to use a dart gun all the time when Marvel was at the stages where they didn't really kill anybody or shoot anybody blatantly. Nick Fury was forced to use that dart gun. It's kind of a spy thing to do, too. If you think about it, it definitely is. It definitely is. Shoot a dart to the neck, pass out, and shit like that. No, that, I mean, that. That trailer was definitely fan service, and it was, it's cool. It's cool. It's getting the fan service, right? I mean, it's got to have millions of views. They know what fans have been talking about and in, in, in anticipation for, right? Right. They know, and they're like, you know what? Let's throw them some a bone. Let's literally throw them an Easter egg, and they right. did. And it's throughout. And they there. gave us lots of them. 
we of the age of social media screen capture, people gobbled that shit up and just ran wild All with right. it. But hey, man, if you got first Hydro Man, if you got first Molten Man, uh, any of those, kudos to you. If you don't have it, no, man, I, yeah, you know, yeah. I don't want to tell how somebody should accumulate comics, uh, but you should be careful on how much well, you pay for those. Because what did, what did you guys like, think of Mysterio's suit? What did, did you like at first, at, 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 at first, when I first saw him with his helmet off, yeah, um, I'm like, damn, am I watching Gladiator? Is this uh, okay. Joaquin Phoenix coming out? I, so I kind of, I kind of laughed, but when I saw him with his hood on or with his helmet yeah. on, fighting, um, right, whatever he was fighting, yeah, if you that wanted was to sweet. act like a superhero, what would you do? You would put on the, the most, well, of course, you know, I get it. I just, it just you you know took I mean? me to Gladiator for some yeah. reason. Yeah, right, but he's no, he's playing the part. I got the cape. I got the right. whole outfit. You know, I'm gonna do the Doctor Strange shit. You know, with the, no, that it, it was cool. And the the green whatever smoke that comes out of his the green smoke is definitely Mysterio. That's yeah. I mean, that's very very um. Yeah, that's supposed to be like mind altering, right? Uh, yeah, the hip, hypnotic effect to it. So really, if you if he's doing this, you could put anything on screen because you could just say. This is what Peter Parker is seeing at the time. There's a scene where he gets pushed back by water. He looks freaked out. Like he, it's almost like uh, for you DC fans, like Scarecrow, mm -hmm. right? Yes. He gets things you can kind of make him believe whatever they want to believe. Um, but you know, this is you know, it's kind of weird. They have these films stacked up like the way they are because really, as soon as Captain Marvel drops and we see that end credit scene for Captain Marvel, we'll kind of know a lot because that's going to lead right into Endgame, and then when Endgame obviously. When after that drops, we're like, oh, well, that explains, you know, Spider-Man. You know, it's probably unfortunate, the timing of it. I'm pretty sure Marvel didn't want Sony to release it so soon after Infinity uh, Endgame. But, you know, Marvel can only create the, the do the creative side of it. The marketing release time is still up to Sony. So Sony's yeah. like, you know, hey, man, but I, you know, I can't hate on Sony because they're like, Sony's like, look, man, we just killed it. With the animated movie with Miles Morales, we got to strike while the iron is hot, right? With yep, the, keep with the, the spider, spider going. And for us as fans, that's good too. We got March. Yeah, yeah, April. we had a great month, man. If you listen to our that. last episode, we had we got movies every month. Yeah, we do. Yeah, but going forward, where should we look even after that for Phase Four? Well, Brian, you're you're you're, you're our. Uh resident spec guy why don't you break yeah. the news of I what you think this I, the I, spec I book of the it. week ladies and gentlemen i just read the tea leaves and i take it wherever you go and i throw it out there especially <laughs> if i already own a copy so so um, after after endgame where do we go from here movie wise well after endgame we know we got um shang chi we got doctor yep. strange 2 we got captain marvels in the fold so what Marvel is doing, if you haven't already seen, with young Peter Parker here, uh, with some of the other things, the spec book of the week is Young Avengers number one. I think young we've Avengers. talked about in the past how Young yeah. Avengers number one is a great, great book to have because it's a separate team, but they're kind of closely, they're kind of loosely based on current Avengers characters. Yep. Um, so sources close to a certain news site has confirmed that a new Avengers movie, and we're talking about after Endgame, there's going to be another new Avengers movie, is in the early stages of development over at Marvel. Despite the title, the lineup being titled for the film is the group known as the Young Avengers in the comics. So that's basically the roster of Katie Bishop's Young Hawkeye, Hulkling, Iron Lad, Patriot, Wiccan, Stature, and Vision. Not right. the not old Vision. Not our Vision, right. Vision, right. And if you think about the Vision and Scarlet Witch TV series is going to be loosely based on the Vision comic book. 
that leads right into a new event, a young Avengers type cast. Um, the reason why there's, I, I put more, I put some cre- credence on this is they've already casted the Katie Young or the Katie Bishop character for Endgame. So right there, you already have the female Hawkeye, the female version of her. And her name is Emma Furman. She's playing stature as also theorized. She will be seen. Actually, excuse me. So the only casting confirmed so far is that Emma Furman is playing stature and has been theorized. She'll be seen as an older Cassie Lang, Ant-Man's daughter in Endgame, which will introduce concept of a new team as they go by. Um, so you, if you remember in Ant-Man, you see Cassie, right? She eventually will go up to be a character. You also gonna they're also gonna tease Hawkman or excuse me Hawkeye's daughter, which mm-hmm. we already seen. Yeah, it's gonna be the new Hawkeye. So the Young Avengers, I'm assuming there's gonna be some type of time jump or they'll snatch them from whatever. But this is what they're doing. They they need to start building on these new characters that they can build on for years to come because you got to think, um, Iron Man, Thor, uh, Captain America, their contracts are up. So right. Young Avengers is if you ever see there was a Young Avengers miniseries that featured Scarlet Witch in it uh, that had Jane uh, the live chat and help me out. It was a maxi series of that featured Young Avengers, a 12 issue series and absolutely fantastic um, features Scarlet Witch. And I remember Jim Chung did the art. And when I read that, I was like, man, this is really great storytelling because all the characters are kind of odd uh, characters. Right. Um, yeah. Iron, like, you know. Yeah. They're, they're loosely based on it. They're not like direct descendants. Like they're placed from different time periods. Some are like related to them, you know? So you do have your relation to Iron Patriot, Captain America, right? right. Wiccan, is like a, Wiccan is like a sorcerer. Hulkling is like a young version of the Hulk, right? right. So that's pretty cool because I have the Young Avengers number one. <laughs> I have the West Coast Comic Con uh, uh, sketch variant. And that book has been, it's been whispered about for about a year now. And I remember our friends over at Comics MV, he even said, dude, that's a great spec book because that's, you know, you know, he's saying that that can be the because, you know, it's a great book. It has like five first appearances. It's like uh, the Young right. Avengers. It's like the Giant Size X-Men. Yes, X1, yeah. Right. But it even has more. It has like five car- first appearances in it. And the reason why it was getting hot because of Katie Bishop, the first appearance of Katie Bishop, the young Hawkeye, because mm-hmm. she's actually when she appeared in the comic books and made her appearance hot again. So that was cool that it was a book that would would like to call organic, meaning people were looking it out because it was a hot comic book, not because it was based on a film. When you couple that, you know, because, you know, arguably people dig the female Hawkeye in the comics, right? The Matt Fraction run was awesome. I believe she was in that too. Wasn't she? Matt Fraction run. Somebody correct me in the Wizard World variant. Thank you, Matthew King. That's the one I have. That was when Wizard World came and used to come to LA and I have a 9.8. Uh, that's wow. in the sketch um i grab it but you know i've shown it before um but that's the spec book of the week go out and grab young avengers number one if you start seeing and this is probably a year or two down the road you have to think right because you still got these other phase four but you can't they i think marvel is going to reset somewhat with these young actors this way they can another 10 years right i mean right. how long you solidify them right dude, robert downey jr is like 50 something years old right right yeah no hair dye can do it's a great. lot for you know the I'm original saying? team right. is done they've had their story let's yes. move yeah. to these new characters right absolutely and again and it's you, just going to bring in let's face it it's just going to bring in when 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 this first came out my son was five 
He's 15 now. You give him another 10 years of movies. He's 25 years old, still watching these films. And this is right. this is very forward thinking, you guys. This is this is very forward thinking. Did you, you see? Go, you know, did you, you see the Robert Downey? Sorry, did you see the Robert Downey Jr.? You know that 10 year thing people are doing, like 10 years later. Yes. Did yeah, you see yeah, the no, one Robert Downey Jr. did with uh, Iron know, Man, Iron Man, or Tony yeah. Stark? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I think we're uh, Endgame is going to tell us a lot. If there's story, if there's time jumps or whatever, because they got to start planting the seeds now. Because um, you know, and there's going to be the detractors, the, the 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 part of fandom that is like. I don't, uh, all my characters should be the same as they were from the forties, fifties and sixties, you know, where, you know, you can't forget a whole damn who generation of comic book readers who have, you know, who have a new, you know, look on things. I mean, you got a black Nick Fury, right? Right. Uh, we may have a female Marvel. Uh, right. right. It's not right. in the show notes, but um, I don't know if you have that picture, Ryan. You but, know, uh, I do. Let me pull it up real quick. Pull it up. Yes. Tim, we got, Tim, our live chat is blowing up right now. We got to give yeah. some shout outs right now. Go for it, Otto. You we've give got, we've got the, yeah, we've got the contender hanging out. Beyond the Blast Door has been hanging out here. Um, Bad Dad three twenty. Thanks for jumping in with us. Matthew King has been in here. Um, we got a lot of guys in here. Almost seventy five people. Krusty Craig, because I just yeah. wanted to say that out loud. Krusty Craig. Count Von Strange is living it up with us. So yeah, man. Thank you very much for hanging out with us on Wednesday night. You know, seventy five people in the live chat talking comics. You know, the yeah, three so of us, and that's great. Also, some news dropped that you know we didn't. I get headline worthy, but it, I, once I started looking at it, it started making a little headline news that uh, Captain Marvel released the actual official uh, posters, character, they call them character posters. They always do it for all their movies, right? Each character they spotlight in a poster. And what's interesting is, um, as soon as Ryan throws a graphic up Oh, there, you, I'm, I'm ready, yeah, whenever you are. Yeah, throw it up there, man. Right. So what, I think we've talked about it ad nauseum on this show, how... Jude Law is Jan Rog. Jude Law is Marvel. He's not Young Rog. He's not Marvel. This picture makes me believe that Annette Benning is Marvel. Um, yeah. And it made sense to me when I thought about it because I was like, they never said who she was. They never said who Jude Law was, to be fair, either. But we also thought that she had a good chance of being Marvel because she seems to be the one that's instilling like wisdom and knowledge to her throughout the trailers where Marvel's. I'm thinking Jude Law is the bad guy. <laughs> yeah. But if what would uh Marvel be wearing a leather jacket that definitely looks earth-based and a t-shirt, unless that was her human persona? Like in the comics, Marvel became a pink skinned Cree on Earth and pretended to be a scientist. That looks like a Ned Belling pretending to be an earthling there, wearing her right. leather coat. And I think sense. she's Marvel, and here's the reason why. Marvel is heavily uh, marketing this movie as uh, her, right? It said, remember it said her and then it said hero. It's right. all about their first female superhero. Why would they take it for what it is? I'm not advocating one thing <laughs> or the other, but right. it wouldn't, it makes sense to have, because there will people who criticize saying, right. why are you having such a heavily pro female hero have a man explaining things to her? And then people are going to complain that they're mansplaining. But why not flip genders and just blow us all our minds and say, hey, by the way, Annette Benning's been playing Marvel this entire time. Yep. If yeah, it's yeah. the whole her thing, right? Why not have another woman right. to it makes, tell another it makes woman? Total sense to me. And that's because, you, you gotta have Marvel, right? Right. Annette Benning is an A-list actress. You're not gonna have in there playing a bit role. She's an A-list actress. And just like, you know, they could switch this just like they made the ancient one a female. It's it's fine. Mm -hmm. Just it's good storytelling. I don't have problems yeah. with this. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, and Jude Law can play Jan Rog. No big deal, right? I mean, I think it's 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 almost like we always expect the actors to be good guys. Why not? Marvel right. is a great actor. He could be a bad guy as well. And Young Rod right. is is Marvel's basically his his arch nemesis. Shout out to mm-hmm. Nemesis Prime in the live chat. As I say, arch nemesis. Prime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, thank you, Niji, for uh, basically uh, confirming what our beliefs are and people like you. <laughs> SJ Nonsense, I'm so sick of it. Who cares? Girls, boys, it doesn't matter. No. Um, I mean, that's it, though. But that's the way that. They, that's why it goes back to the Spider-Man trailer, right? It's like, here's what you're seeing on screen. We're not going to tell you one thing or another. And we'll let the fanboys kind of debate amongst themselves. And then when the movie comes on, you're like, oh, crap, look at that, right? right. I mean, well, hell, people are still tripping that Bill Foster didn't grow full size and in, in, in the Wasp and become Black Goliath or whatever, right. you know what I mean? Wait till they see uh, Young Avengers pop out and it's a whole totally different Hulk. Right. Uh, and uh, two of the characters are gay. Yeah, I, well, I believe uh what is it i think wicked and hulkling are they get married or something uh, i don't know i never read the story but i'm gonna go yeah. look for it tomorrow <laughs> yeah. yeah so it'd be interesting i mean annette benning is great was great but you know annette benning went to my high school uh well at least a high school in my area in sunnyvale she went to really? uh that's right that's like one of her claims yeah, try and troy tulowitzki went to our high school i just found that out what the hell's your problem <laughs> Yeah, I know. No talent. I've just got a talent for specking incorrectly on comic books. But, <laughs> right. But you know, those are you know. So I would say, you know, Young Avengers number one, uh, Supernatural Tillers number eight. Great books to have, and any one of the Sinister Six, man, because I think ultimately that's where they're leading to in the third Spider-Man yeah. film. Sinister uh, Six is creeping out of reach. I mean, it's just it's be getting blown out. It's been creeping and creeping and creeping. And it's not coming down, and it's That's just great. Sony book. had full control; they wanted to do a Sinister Six solo film, remember? Before yes. Marvel, yeah, right. We we well, Avengers, Avengers two, or sorry, Avengers two, Amazing Spider-Man two had the whole every outfit in the basement. They showed you yeah. at the end; it was a Sinister oh, was Six that with Electro. That was awful. Yeah, that was with Electro. But at the end, oh. they showed the the Vulture thing. They showed Doc okay. Ock. They showed they they showed all of. The oh, Sinister Sticks. Yeah. Did you guys ever see that thing Kevin Smith did for sci-fi and he talked about all the um, iterations of Spider-Man that's ever been on TV and the movies? I haven't seen and, that. No, I never saw that. And he said basically Tom Holland was the perfect Peter Parker and Spider-Man. He said that and- Andrew Garfield was a good Spider-Man, but not a good Peter Parker because he said yep. he looked way too cool to be a Peter Parker, right? Mm-hmm. Right, right. Andrew Garfield, you're like, yeah, man, that, that's like, you know, that looks that doesn't look like the kid that got bullied in high school, right? Yeah, right. I mean, the he, guy's six three. How's he getting bullied? My exactly, God, yeah. I think if you ever seen that, I think he did a great job. But Kevin Smith went down and he explained like, oh, like Tom Holland's the perfect Peter Parker and Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, he even said like uh, he said like uh, Tobey Maguire. Was a good spider, a good Peter Parker, but not so much a Spider-Man because you know he had like that kind of homely, nerdy thing about him. Mm-hmm. But then he said Tom guys- Holland is perfect. He's got the Queen's accent and everything. It was a Brooklyn. What did yeah right? What did you guys think about the last scene with Flash Thompson when he's like Spider-Man's so cool? He's this, he's that, <laughs> and then Peter goes, "What's up, Dickweed?" You know, like yeah. I mean, that, that guy, like right. he's, you know. That, that was pretty funny. It I mean, was that, great. That's, like the, that's like the John Hughes '90s, uh, you know, '80s yeah, teen film, right? Where you actually like that. you had real bullies. Nowadays, kids don't get bullied in high school. They right, get, right. They bring each other lunch and shit. They sing kumbaya. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was good stuff. That's been a great trailer to watch over and over again. Yeah. Avengers is hoping is Captain Marvel's son and is also half scroll. I believe uh, it's one of the uh, Marvel's like uh, genetic. 
offsprings or something because he also has Philavel and he also has the other version of Captain. Yeah, there is a whole branch of Marvel character, Marvel characters that they can go on and on about. That's the good thing about Captain Marvel, right? So right. if you think about Philavel, there's also the other male version. There's Philavel is the female version of Captain Marvel, and then there was another uh, male version that came out in like the late '90s, early 2000s. So there's some great like history, and then we haven't even brought up like Rick Jones, who was like Captain Marvel's sidekick. Remember that? Right. So That's for true. the for the longest time, Rick Jones and Marvel shared the same conscious. So when Marvel wanted to be in his conscious of his body, Mar Rick Jones got zapped into this weird um, kind of other consciousness for a while. They were sharing the same existence for a while. It's really trippy shit. You got if you read up on if you get on uh, Marvel and Omnibus, not not. Um, the uh, female Captain Marvel, but original OG Captain Marvel and Rick Jones and all that cosmic Kree mm -hmm. scroll war shit. It's some trippy shit, man. So I think right. there's a lot of storytelling under the Captain Marvel uh, tree of stories. You know what I mean? Right. You know how Doctor Strange has his tree of stories with Baron Mordo, Dormammu. Well, Marvel has the same thing. Well, we, have, we haven't even talked about the Supreme Intelligence uh, yet. I mean, once you open up, once you open up cosmic. It, yeah. there, it's it's it opens up an entire new universe. You could have, I mean, you could have a t you could have ten years just on cosmic stuff. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Ellis Comic, Jennisvel. That's his name, or her name, one of the two. Um, Tim, there's. Where where did the where does this leave us with this phase? Does Spider Man does Homecoming end the phase? This next phase is and then it will start over again, or like phase wise for Marvel. No, phase four. Um, you know, is going to essentially be a kind of clean slate uh, with these. Okay, gotcha. Here. Right. What Feige had said is, I want to bring more diversity to the Phase Four, and okay, gotcha. I think what we've listed does that. Female, yeah. Captain Marvel, right. Asian, Shang Chi, right. Doctor Strange, Satanist. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, right, right. Young okay. Avengers. Green, gay, I mean, yeah, female, right, right, right. girl, everything, okay. you know what I'm saying? I mean, there's tons of stuff. And so I think after Endgame, it doesn't, we're, knowing what's going to happen in Far From Home really doesn't affect anything in Phase 4. It's just going to no. be the first film of Phase 4. But I'm pretty sure after gotcha, Endgame, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. we're going to have tons of answers and we're going to have tons more questions. And I would expect, right. do you remember Kevin Feige, out of the blue, had a bunch of reporters come to a Hollywood studio and they showed the roadmap for all the films, right? And I that's when that. humans were still on the list for the movies yeah. for phase three, right? Yeah. I expect the same thing to happen once Endgame is done down the road after Far From Home. They're going to lay out a roadmap of all the phase four films. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's the crazy buying thing. And when yeah. that graphic first comes up, go on eBay immediately or go dig it in your own that's long box. You just go buy everything now. Hey, on Wikipedia, buy, look up first appearances and go buy everything. Buy all. That's what buy I'm going to do. I mean, if you go shopping for comics, why aren't you buying all first appearances? Right. You know what I mean? That's what I do. If I if I go somewhere and it's hey, it's a first appearance, ten bucks. Why not snatch it yeah. up? Who cares? Pick it up. It's, right. Because it's cool. Because you know, as a collector, you should be collecting first appearances and first issues anyway. That's what I was taught when you know I was showed collecting. Well, was like in sixth grade, this dude was selling me comics out of his box, and he was in high school. And he tell me, yeah, this is the first John Byrne. You want that? I said, oh, okay. So yeah. all his first appearances and number one issues, what you want to get. So after that, I was like the sucker buying anything that said first issue collector's item. Remember oh, that? My God. Tell you? Oh, first collector's. Like there was that Damn. whole run of like, nah, I had like, man. Five, I had like five Blue Devils. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. That was 
I actually used to tell you on the cover. First issue collector's item. And I remember yeah. another cool issue was a thing number one. Remember that one by John yeah. Byrne? Right. It actually says right there. Collector's item, first issue. Collector's item right there. You buy it up and or this comic could be worth twenty five thousand oh, dollars. They were fucking with us in the eighties and nineties. <laughs> it's in polybag, it's worth something. Ah, uh, you yeah. bastard. Don't open this polybag. There's a card in it, but you can't right. get to it. Oh, oh my god. Jesus Christmas. Well, your kids good. nowadays got it made with all your online things that tell you what the hell to get before you get to the comic store. Right. You got shows Uh-oh. like this telling you what to look for. Old Jeez. men are starting to vent, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> well, I mean, you think about it, man. You know, with the advent of the internet, also on the West Coast at least, shit, by the time we wake up, we already know. Well, yeah, that's right. Pop, that's you know what I mean. I'm so, jealous of that fact. Dude, I used to kill it, man. I would go on to Facebook, but like, hey, get at this. I would go visit, the, call the big to do. Hey, man, can you put five of those aside for me? Cool, thanks. Boom. <laughs> Boom, you got them. You're flipping them out. If you can buy a $5 day. comic or a $4 comic and sell it for 20 Yeah, it's you, four times your money. Dude, and you buy five of them? Dude, yeah, the key is, is don't sit on them for too long. Uh, uh, don't get emotionally attached to comics, especially things you're going to flip. You know, if, you, if you're like, hey, look at this. Let me flip this and then get yourself something you like. Right, make a hundred bucks and then go buy yourself something long term, like a Strange Tales one ten. Yeah, there you there go. You go. Right? Like right. some Golden Age Batman books. Ooh. Yeah, like a auto. That's right. That's right. I'm serial books gonna go some places. I don't think Jake Gyllenhaal is. That's a big time actor. He's not signing off for one film. Yeah, no, not at all. No way. No way yeah. is Jake Gyllenhaal doing one movie and he's out. He knows yeah. that I could, he could he could do some stuff there. So, all right, shout out to everybody in live chat before we get moving on. Everybody, Big Easy in the house, Matthew King, Comic Book Gallery, JLS Comic Stands. We're holding it down as the moderator, Bad Avenger, Niji, I believe that's right, the Barbarian Kung Fu, Mike Check. I dig that name. I dig that name. Beyond the Blast Wars. Make sure you guys check out our friends at Beyond the Blast Wars. If you are into anything Star Wars, they cover that shit thoroughly. And we hope to talk. We're waiting for Beyond the Blast Wars. Invite us on as soon as Star Wars 9 drops. All three of us will be invading mm. Beyond the Blast Wars to talk Can't all wait. things Star Wars. Cannot wait. Otto, any last words? Yeah. You know what? I got a lot of last words <laughs> today. So uh, great show. We had a lot of fun tonight. So. I'm uh, still, still focusing on my Mutant Spotlight. I moved the day to either Saturday or Sunday. I pulled it off Monday, so no more Mutant Monday, but it's still happening on the weekends. Um, still focusing on the original uh, X-Men team between uh, X-Men, um, Giant Size X-Men and X-Men 1. I think this week I'm going to focus on Hank McCoy, our favorite furry blue uh, blue mutant. So that should be a good one. Uh, Are you pre fur or post fur or both? Uh, I'm going to go pre and post. I mean, this is going to be right. a little bit longer. You know, I may make it a two-parter. Um, but you know, he's such an important character that I might have to do two parts on that, but, um, that's definitely going to happen this weekend. Three men in a basement. I, um, got a lot of things going on in that channel. So thank you. We've picked up like 50 followers between Lords of the long box and beyond the blast doors and, um, uh, the other people helping us out. So that's been great this Sunday. I got a box back from very Gary that came straight from CGC. I'm going to unbox it. I've got four ASM two fifty twos in there. One, um, one amazing spider spider-man is amazing friends hopefully for high grades on that so stay tuned for that and we're also doing the three men in a basement comic swap up here in the east coast in rocky hill connecticut that's actually nice. that's, that's absolutely happening that's happening february 23rd what's that mini comic-con mini comic-con more like a mini kind of it's like a swap um i'm my goal is to get a lot of collectors from the east coast instagram guys and local collectors to bring stuff that they don't necessarily want to put on ebay not necessarily want to buy or trade but you know bring money i've got a few guys that are local vendors um one of our sponsors cgc blue label comics will be there with his stuff 
We're going to have slabs. I'm going to do raffles. I'm going to raffle some stuff off, try to raise some money so Three Men in a Basement can hook up with Wirecast because it is pretty pricey. Uh, Roger, Nemesis, my boy Nemesis Prime, and Bernie1869, we're working hard on it. So follow me. Hey, I'm also on Facebook, you guys. After all wow. these years, I got on Facebook. Hell froze over. Amazing. It's amazing. amazing. So, unbelievable. On Facebook, I'm Otto Grotto. So please friend me on that. I've been using it a lot more. And um, easy to say it'll be there, Otto, for the uh, uh, three men in the basement swap. Yeah, I can't wait. I got yeah, Big Easy's definitely going to come. I've got X Illusionary from Instagram. Dennis Four Comics is showing up. We're working on a deal. I'm going to buy a book off him, and hopefully, we're going to try to go live. So that's going to be a great day. So keep following us, you guys. Buy the Hydra Man off Dennis. Yeah, no, he sold them all. He sold all 20 yeah, of them, he said. <laughs> hey, spec while it's young. Yeah, young you know, he you really, he, he kicked don't have to be right. You, know? you don't have to so, be right when you spec early on. And people right, and he specced early on those books, and he flipped them when they were hot. So, uh, yeah, so this has been great, you guys. So we've been having a good time. Yeah, so. make sure you check out Otto's uh, Mutant Spotlight on Saturdays and Sundays, man. If we, he's getting some views, man. Why aren't you guys getting some views? Because if he doesn't get a lot of views, you're going to stop doing it. If you guys like the X-Men stuff. Yeah, man, it's good stuff, you know. What Otto's yeah. eventually going to do is branch out from – that's why we change it from Mutant Mondays to a Saturday or Sunday Spotlight. Uh, yeah. Way he can do other characters beside Mutants. So mutants, and like, I can't – I can't believe it's taken me this long to get through the X-Men. You know what I mean? So, but hey guys, it's been fun. I really appreciate doing it. You should do what Beast is do his Avengers. And I would even go so far as do his Defenders. Defenders. Absolutely. There's some trippy, trippy books. All right. Brian, any last words? Uh, The B is silent. Um, (laughs) Just join me on Friday. Now Otto's got a show. I'm gonna do a show. I gotta, I gotta Let's start go. stepping up. I, 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 told you guys when we were going doing our New Year's resolutions that I'm gonna start doing more videos. So we're gonna start out every Friday. We're gonna do chronic back issues, and you know what? It's we're so not gonna, funny. we're not just gonna show covers. We're gonna get into the guts of the book. We're gonna go through. I'm gonna pick a book a week. You guys can give me suggestions of what you might want to see. Um, but it's going to, we're going to stick to golden age, silver age and bronze age books. I won't be showing any modern books. Um, and we're going to go page by page. We're going to look at the advertisements. We're going to look at the, uh, staples. We're going to look at the stains. We're going to look at, well, you can't, you can't smell it, but I'll be able to smell it. We know what it smells like. We've all, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to go through and we're going to talk about the stories and we're going to talk about the art and it'll be a lot of fun. So stay tuned for that. The first episode will be in six months. (laughs) <laughs> it'll be friday i promise all right Brian, so, we got it we got it so that leaves me with the new comics and as i said in our last show i am going to start doing uh story arcs so you know modern runs uh you know story arcs that take four or five issues uh i may do the amazing spider-man which i just completed the new dance slot version is it dance slot is it the, yeah. the, the, the modern run um so um, you know uh, i read new comics as much as i can i am catching up i'm making it through the a's right now <laughs> so that means i'm doing uh, avengers as well so as usual in the live chat leave a comment and after the video post and give me uh, uh suggestions i believe very gary asked me to do um miracle man the Tom King run. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I, what I may do is also do the vision run that Tom King did, which I heard is a really good read. Uh, I have access to uh, my digital subscription that I can uh, get to uh, brand new books. And I, I have like a year's worth on my tablet that I need to get cut off. You got to go back through. Wow. 
Yeah, but you know what? It's good. Like on a rainy day, I'll sit. Well, what it happens is once I do, I will sit there and read for like two two hours. Because you know, on a tablet, I don't have to go through my long box, keep on digging them out. I can just swipe through it on modern books. It works out great. And with those, I'll be able to probably put graph fancy graphics on the screen. So hopefully soon. Um, mine will be my show will be called Digging in Those Long Boxes. <laughs> As I said, I'm going to be digging on those long boxes for modern stories to tell. And uh, I'll probably give quick reviews on them. Um, if it's something I don't like, I won't, I won't do a review on them, to be honest with you. Uh, I don't need time to accentuate the negative, to be honest with you. I'm right. not going to sit there and bash a comic book. If I don't like it, I won't say anything about it. So I would do stuff that I like, and hopefully you like too. So once again, uh, Tim, what do you use to read on your tablet? I use a program called Comic Rec, which um, – Works great. They just don't update the app. But to be honest with you, it has, it's been working great for a long time. I use it on my Samsung 10-inch tablet, and it works absolutely fantastic. You can sort by series. You can sort by um, uh, the week it came out. Uh, you can basically the folder size, the folder titles. It works great. So I sort everything by the week it came out. Or if I start reading a run, I can sort it by the titles. That way, I that's how I read all the Amazing Spider-Mans at once going back the last eight months so because they, they were coming out like twice a month um so i started at asm number one i didn't read the prior stuff with red goblin and stuff i figured this is where the you know because we already knew how it ended so so it was great so once again leave a make sure you subscribe we're on the way to three thousand we're almost there we're like 45 subs away from three thousand yeah, so give us some thumbs up give us some shares you guys sure come you on let's get up there sub up three men in the basement we will and once we hit three thousand subs we will do we'll be doing a massive giveaway hopefully we'll get some KRS comics goodies for you as well as books from our own collection so make sure you smash that subscriber button that's what the kids say smash <laughs> 